Hello and welcome to the Wellness League podcast. My name is Jenna and I'm one of your hosts. And my name is Ella. I'm also one of your co-hosts. Hey Jenna, how was your week? My week has been up and down. Oh, like a roller coaster. Like a roller coaster again. I think I said the same thing last week. Yep. And I hate to be negative <laughs> all the time, but it's pretty much been just a repeat from last week, I would oh, say. But that's okay. Okay. We've well, got some things that are progressing in life. Yep. And we'll move Your goals ahead. are up and down at the moment. Yeah. I think with in terms of where I'm going and what I want to do mm. and like businesses and side things that I'm doing. It was yeah. just a little bit of uncertainty in what direction I want to go. And it's, it's hard to move forward and make progress when you're unsure. Yeah, I agree. You know yeah. what? I jumped in your roller coaster this week. Yeah. I've had one too. You've had a roller coaster of a week? A shit one. I just, a lot of things happened this week. A lot of big mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. My training changed itself around to my routine and that really okay. affects me a lot when that happens. How did your training change? Uh, so my swimming day with the group changed. Yeah. And so because of that, that affects all the rest you of my... change everything yeah. else. Okay. So all my training days have yep. changed. Yeah. And I'm a bit like, you know, when you just throw you out of routine a bit. Very much. Like yeah. I'm starting a new routine. Yeah. It's going to be better, but it's just hard to just get, get into. used to. Yeah. yeah. And a few other things, but yeah. Good, good. We'll get off the roller coaster next week, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be positive penny. If that and then we'll is positive jump. penny, I think. <laughs> we'll make it a thing. <laughs> positive penny. All right. What are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about motivation and goals when it comes to fitness and training. And so a lot of people, when we put up a question box or when I put up a question box on Instagram, yep. how do you stay motivated is a common recurring thing yeah. that I guess the everyday person getting into fitness, mm. starting out, struggles to stick to something yeah. and they want to know how do I make this a long-term thing? How I do I keep going? I that a lot too. A lot of yeah. people slide into my DMs and saying, how do you stay so motivated? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's a hard thing to do and mm. it's a hard thing to build and people don't know, like they'll start off with good intentions. Yeah. We see it a lot in the fitness industry with eight week, 10 week, 12 week challenges. You know, but also at the start of the year, everybody comes off their New yeah. Year's resolutions, have a great uh, January, February, maybe half of March, yes. the weather changes and then people fall off the horse. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as there's a little bit of resistance, yeah. like you said, it could be the weather, mm. it could be going back to work. When there's yeah. a little bit of resistance, that's yeah. when people give up and it's not just easy. So I think the important thing for motivation is to have your reason why. So yeah, often people get really good results after they have a health issue yeah. or they have a breakup. They're mm. trying to get the breakup body because there's a, a huge intrinsic why and it's a reason. It's almost like an opening door moment. Yes. So they go, they know what they do. They know why they're there. Yep. They've got, they have a reason to be there Yeah. and they're motivated by that. Uh, so the problem happens when you don't have a real, I guess, a sense of why you're there. You've got to make your own. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to talk about today. So yeah. listen on and we're going to get you all so motivated. We are. That you're and going to have the best rest of the year. Yes, <laughs> you sure are. It's going to be the last three, three or four months. It's Sun's going to be out, amazing. Get your guns out and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think in terms of my own motivation is when someone asks me, how do you stay motivated? The really honest answer question. is I actually don't and I'm not motivated, yeah. but the reason why I stay on track 
initially I had a motivation or a mm-hmm. reason to get into the gym. Yes, you need that when you start starting out. Yeah. But it has now become a routine, a ritual, a habit that I've built over 10 years. Yes. Yeah, that it's the norm. So yep. when I don't go, it's not the norm. So if I don't go and train a certain amount of years, that feels weird for me now. Mm. But if you're trying to change it to train more, you have to build on that slowly and you have to create a habit that and and build dedication and resilience. Isn't there something about habits take two weeks to a month to form and then once you have started, if you've lasted that long, I think then I've, you should be able to hold it for a bit longer? I've heard different things yeah, thrown out like with, oh, the 21-day thing, yeah. but I think it's going to be hugely individual. I don't know where people come up with random stats, but mm. I think if you could say seven days and yep. you just say, I want to be that person that goes for a walk every morning. Yep. 10 minutes every morning, seven days. And what will happen is... That's 70 more minutes than you were doing the week before. And not only that, it's more more about the mindset is that now you become that person that sticks to the goal. Mm. If you break it, you're constantly reinforcing that idea that you give up on yourself. And yeah. so you're never going to believe in yourself if you're mm. constantly giving up. That negative self-talk is quite a big thing when it comes to goals as well. Yeah. You've somehow got to block that out, stop thinking about it. I know it's hard, but you know what I heard on a podcast a while ago? If something like a negative self-talk keeps coming to your mind, imagine a stop sign, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you stop that stop sign and it's meant to stop your mind from wandering mm-hmm. off the track kind of thing. Yeah. And then you get back on, think positively. Mm. It's all psychology around these things. Yeah. That's not, I'm not a psychologist, but there's a lot of tips and tricks that I've learned from different things. And that's been in the fitness industry, from coaches, from Mm. podcasts, around how to stick to things. Yeah. But also we have quite a bit of experience between the two of us, between coaching people and training ourselves. Yeah. And I think we have a a good understanding of setting goals and Mm. being motivated. Mm. So, And it is about creating a habit. Yeah. Ultimately, is it something, it'll stick when it becomes second like you just that's what you second do nature, that's who yeah. you are that's part of your routine like we were talking about last week you want to be fit and be strong instead of you are fit and you yeah. are strong yeah yeah so turning your headspace around to but you can be that person yeah yeah God, we feel like we're getting on the david goggins kind of <laughs> <laughs> but you can't just decide that you're going to be that like change everything next week and that's where no. you've got to start with these, we're saying about those 12-week challenges mm. and things like that, it's because people will go in and they don't stick to it because they go in with the idea that they're going to overhaul their diet, they're yeah. going to train seven days a week, they're mm. going to sleep eight hours, start little, learn that you can achieve things. Because big goals like that to start with aren't achievable. They're not. You have to add and then build on that. Stick with something for a couple of weeks yeah. until you've got that mm. down pat and yep. then add on to that. Yeah. It's like building blocks. We're going yeah. to build a tower at the end, which yeah. is going to be your final goal. But we need every little block to line up yes. so we can get there. And and if you just whack on the blocks without the correct foundation, it's just going to fall over. over. <laughs> Down. Like a kid knocking them over. Your inner child will come and knock them over. <laughs> and you're just going to be in a pile of bricks and yep. sookie la la. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. Listen carefully. And take some notes on what we're going to talk about. Mm. And you will be building your blocks Higher than ever. Yes. So I'm going to give you a bit of a a breakdown around what things you need to think about, perhaps write down about changing your mindset towards your training program so that you can better stick to it. So the first thing, as I mentioned, is going to be really establishing what that why is. 
Maybe it's you've had some sort of health risk, your cholesterol's high on a blood test. Maybe you've gone through a breakup, whatever it is. You've got to work out what that why is. Maybe there's something that you're training for. You could be into sports. You've got a soccer game. You want to get fitter for that. Yeah. Work out what that why is. Usually people's motivations are either towards pain, uh, away from pain, (laughs) or towards pleasure. You want, obviously, to go towards pleasure usually than running away from pain, (laughs) um, which is like the health risk. But it equally can be motivators. Mm. Most of these things are going to be intrinsic motivators. Like you can have extrinsic motivators, which might be at the end of a challenge, there's a cash bonus. Over time, that that becomes, that wears off, that reward. So you want to make sure it's something that means something deep for you. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So Ella's going to talk a little bit about the goal setting side of things and how you can write down those goals and structure them so that you can achieve them. Yeah. So talking about goals, the best way to set a goal, I think, is using the SMART system. So we're talking about your specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and your time bound. I think there's something as simple as writing that down on a whiteboard or a piece of paper that you can almost see it every day. It's a good way to get started so that you can make the goal achievable. I think that's really important because, yeah, we can say we want to do like an Ironman or we want to run a 10-kilometer race, but how are you going to get there? You're not just going to get off the couch one day and the next morning you're going to run a 10K. It's not that simple. Mm. And if it was that simple, everybody would be doing it, mm. but they're not. Yeah. And so you've got to think about goals aren't just about fitness because all your other goals also come in to help your fitness as well. So it could be as simple as like your career goals, your financial goals, because that's sometimes including your gym memberships or including all those different kind of things to, do you mean, help you achieve your bigger goals. And then it could be as simple as your family and trying to work around them so you can still get your training in and make time for yourself. But also there's a couple of different goals that we need to think about as lots of psychologists talk about. So you have your process goals. So these are the ones involving the executional plans, for example, going to the gym in the morning or taking health supplements on time. So repeating this action every day will help you achieve your process goal. So your process goal is your mm. your larger goal. So, so it's if, the doing of things. Yeah, so it's yeah. like breaking it down to something small every day. So mm. it maybe if you want to do that 10K run, maybe it's getting out for your 10-minute walk or even a short jog every day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That will help you in the long way. The smaller um, things, the everyday daily tasks. Yeah. Yep. The simple things that will get you there in the long run. Mm-hmm. Then you've got your performance goals. So these are the goals that help track your progress. So that may be if you want to lift a certain weight, like say a 100 kilo deadlift, you've got to be proving that you can lift a little bit heavier mm-hmm. every week so that you're working on that so that you're building the strength so you can get there. So this could be like setting a goal that you want to do it every week. So setting your routine out to make sure you fit it in. And then you have your outcome goals. So that's like the race, mm. your, fin- your massive goal that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So coming from your daily goals to your weekly goals to your final outcome and how sure. we're going to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's, if it's not like a race or something that you're not at that level, that's not, and you're just wanting to start a training program. Yeah, but your race change your, your outcome be. will be obviously a different type of thing at the end of what it might be yeah. you initially set it is something that you I'm going to do this training program that the coach has assigned mm. to me and it's this blocks that's your initial 
goal at the end and then you do another one yeah but another one another one not everybody's gonna do a a race but your race might be that you fit into a certain dress by summer yeah that's your that's your outcome yeah Yeah. that's your overarching goal that you're going to work a little bit every day to get there so we're talking about goals but do you need a goal every morning to get out of bed to stay motivated for fitness just in general like what gets you out of bed in the morning because it's very like in terms of it's very like Open. Yeah. But do you feel like if you had no goals, it would be a hard time getting up? Yeah, of course. Like there's different things that I want to achieve in life. Mm. And each day I know that there's those, what we talked about, those processes, those tasks, those daily tasks that I've got to tick off because there's something bigger that I'm working towards. Yeah. And I'm doing a lot of study at the moment. So there's obviously an outcome at the end that I want to achieve the qualification so, so what's your current breakdown? So what are you doing every day and what are you doing every week to get that done? The qualification? Yep. Yeah, so I break that down every day. So usually over the week I'll look at what topic I'm up to Yep. and then because it is self-paced, mm. I'll work through a certain amount of either reading or if I'm onto the assessments, a yeah. certain amount of questions per day. So I know by the end of the week where I'll be up to and then I'm going to get little by little complete and it's not like the end of the weekend comes and I, oh, I've done nothing yep. and then it becomes so overwhelming. Mm. Now, yeah, breaking it down into those smaller chunks so it's yeah. more manageable. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What about you? What is some goal in terms of what is a, a goal do you have career-wise, fitness-wise, education oh, or anything? I think my educational goals are over. Like I don't really have anything that I would say, oh, I want to go and study that. It's okay. what – I want to learn now is what I in my daily role kind of thing. So it's on the job kind sure. of learning. So my overarching goal, I'm going to say it now, but that I want to be a builder. Yeah. I want to own the company. And so I know I need to work every day on small things to learn like the back end of everything before that can happen. And this might be saying like a five to 10 year goal. Mm. But yeah, so working and so learning everything every day. Is, do you have the smart processes for it so do you have a like a certain time frame and yeah I think my time frame is definitely within the next 10 years yeah so it is a bit loose because things can happen in that time yeah Yeah. um but if everything goes to plan yeah in 10 years time that's exactly where I want to be but if that happens in five years time yeah and I'm ready for it to happen yeah 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 cool but then also my training goals don't really have anything specific at the moment rather than to get stronger faster Mm -hmm. and to do a race but I don't have many races Mm. in the next I'd say six months there's Mm. like a couple that I'm thinking about but Mm -hmm. I just want to get stronger and faster in myself now which is like my goal Um, and that's what gets me out of bed every morning even if it means I have 20 alarms (laughs) but at the same time it gets me out of bed and I feel better for going and you do it every morning five days a week uh, I do four and then a at weekend. least, oh yeah. And a weekend. Um, but I mean, I get up yeah. at five thirty four mornings a week. Yep. Um, the other morning, well this week with my program changing, I am allowing one to sleep in mm-hmm. to maybe six just after and I'll train at home. But you've done those four days consistently and they're like habitual now for you. Yeah, yeah, I think I could say for at least the last four years, I've had a morning routine yeah. of training. And before that, my training was 
intense. Like yeah. I was pushing myself through some days twice a day, mm. but then I was extremely fit mm-hmm. and I was at like my peak of racing triathlon. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't amazing, but like at the time for what I was doing, mm-hmm. I was happy where I was. Yeah. Whereas my goals are more on so – I'm my goals are more aligned with Pilates at the moment, reformer yeah. Pilates and getting better at the movements, getting more flexible, getting stronger in that sense. Mm. And I think for me it's about the repetition. So it's about the reps and the time practice that I'm going to get better. Yeah. There's no like I need to do this training plan to achieve it. It is just about the amount of time and the amount of um, reps that I can do yeah. over time that you'll – you're going to create those new neural pathways mm. and it's going to come easier and it's going to be, you're going to become stronger and I'm going to become more flexible in those Yeah, movements. like I'm similar on the Pilates thing but I'm not doing it to learn. I'm mm. doing it to add to my strength training. Yeah, in addition to what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost more like a recovery session for me mm-hmm. to use the smaller muscles that I don't get out of swimming or using big weights. Yeah. But I think also in my routine I have a recovery afternoon on Saturday mm-hmm. afternoons when I go in like sauna and ice bath, mm-hmm. which really helps the rest of the program yeah. fit together. Yeah. So I'm not broken all yeah. the time. Yeah. I am also including some weights and running because I don't want to just completely neglect those side of things. Yeah. But they're not, they're not my priority at the moment of what I'm trying to learn yeah. because I, I've done those for years. I know how to do them. I don't have to think about you it. You just don't want to lose them completely because yeah. building them back up again is really yeah. hard. Yeah. I think it's important to still do those things to have a, a well-rounded uh, fitness level. Yeah. So I think we're saying here is you're doing something every day. It doesn't mean that you have to be going to the gym every day, no. but you're moving. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're having a rest day, which is fine. Like yeah. rest days are... I'm coming from a background where I've been burnt out and yeah. back injuries and everything. I think learning that you don't need to train every day and having no. a month. I, there was many times I could say I've had 10 weeks yeah. in a row of training every day and yeah. I was so broken. And I, I think the difference with us now that this is a habit and mm. part of our lifestyle yeah. taking a rest day versus someone new to the gym who maybe haven't built up the habit yeah. and the ritual that a rest day doesn't then turn into a rest week and yeah. a rest month. We'll have we rest day knowing that you'll just go back the next day or back yeah. the next, you know, week, whatever it is that yeah. you require. Um, when you're new to the gym, obviously. But you also remember you need that rest day to, for your body to recover so that yeah. you can go back the next day and be strong. Yeah. That you're You've not... got to go back the next day. That's yeah, my, exactly. my point. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But I think, yeah, we've learned a lot about both of our bodies in training under intense loads mm-hmm. and knowing that we actually do need to take a break every once in mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. And there's things that you'll stuff up. There's times when you, you know, you won't train according to plan. You'll feel like crap one day, and you, of course, you know, yeah. It's um important just not not to give up, not to procrastinate on obviously your goals or self sabotage. Mm. Um, there was one podcast I was listening to on neuroscience in terms of like self-discipline and things like that is about reflecting on the end of the day. Okay. And So what you've achieved within the day? No. So reflecting on what, how you, she referred to it as cock-blocked, but basically how you (laughs) cock-blocked yourself into being, sticking to your goals and being the person you want to be. So say you procrastinated your run you scrolled for hours on social media instead and then you were too tired Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day you would write that down in your journal and why you didn't achieve what you set out to and what you did to self-sabotage 
and then rewrite it. So rewrite it as if you did do the run. So you rewrite that down and say, I didn't, I just went out, put my shoes on and did the run and then visualize yourself doing that. Mm. By doing this creates, by visualizing it, it changes the chemicals in your brain that you believe that you have done that. If you do that all the time and you're also spending that time to reflect on what you did and how you could do it better. I know that there's a lot of athletes that use visualization techniques and mindsets. This is not just complete. This is neuroscience. This isn't just just woo-woo of random (laughs) visualization type things. But I think that could be a a useful tool for someone that gives up or self-sabotages or quits. Could this be as simple as, say, if you're doing that running goal, getting onto Strava so Mm. that you have seen what you've done? And then also there's lots of different training program apps that you can get these days to write it down to be like, I be, I did it. You can look back after the end of the week. I'm like, wow, I did that many gym workouts this week or that yeah. many steps. Or, but that's, this next week I can improve. Yeah, that's a good point to like reflect back on the positive things rather than just looking on what you didn't do and how you could have done better. But, yeah, yeah look on what things did I do and then how can I improve on those or did I do a really good job and I, I met the target that I set yeah. and also feeling proud of yourself for when you do those things. Yeah, exactly. But there's also the part of being a female and your cycle and everything that yeah. you've got to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, not every week's going to be perfect, obviously, because your body is going through mm-hmm. a lot of hormone changes and take that into a factor that it's not all going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, if you look over a month, everything will fit into place and you mm-hmm. are working closer to achieving your goals. Yeah, and I heard the girls from AWPT talking about this and when it comes to training females yeah. is to compare in your cycles. So you compare the two cycles, week right. one and week one of the cycle. Don't compare week one with week four. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and comparing week two with week two. So yep. you can see what what you did. Obviously in week four, we'll say week four is the week before your period. Yep that you train terribly, don't compare it to the week before, compare it to week the week before your period and your last cycle. What did you do then? Yeah. Yeah. So then you can compare to it's an even playing field. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense mm. then. Yeah, which is sucks for females, but we've got to plan around these things. And if you're working with an experienced coach who understands the menstrual cycle, then they'll be able to give you a program and, and talk to you about what changes might mm. happen. And not every female will experience the same thing. Like there's a lot of like friends or clients that I've had that don't really experience too much change and they're fine to lift heavy a week before. Some people like me, I'm terrible the week before my Mm. period in every, every sense. Yeah, literally like Mm. I just ate the whole cupboard out of food that week before. (laughs) I get all the snacks come out. I get super, I guess, tense and overwhelmed and stressed and very negative mindset so then yeah I think that's where my anxiety gets worse yeah yeah so when it comes to like training I can get very like negative around it Mm. also I feel fatigued I just feel bloated I feel a bit gross you look in the mirror and you're like ugh. but then you've got to keep that mindset of next week's going to be better yeah this is only going to last the week and and it might be that Maybe that week you do a deload week, you do Matt Pilates instead of Reformer Pilates, yeah. you do just got to remember a walk that, instead of a run. Yeah, yeah. just got to remember that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's not always going to be this crap. Mm-hmm. And next week, you'll just come back stronger. Next week, you'll be hitting PBs and then wonder, what, what was that all about last <laughs> week? What happened there? 
And but, you, probably everyone around you is going to wonder what was happening with you but, last week as well. Yeah, but, you know, you'll be right. You can do this. We believe in you. Yeah. So it's important you know, on coming on that topic, track your cycle if you don't already. Track it and make notes. And you might see common trends. Mm. If you're not someone who's, I mean, there's so many apps these days. That yeah, women I've used are, a period tracker app for oh, maybe seven to ten years now. There's different ones. I think there's one called Flow. There's, there's heaps. You, I use it on, so I have the Garmin watch. Yep. Um, and that's got part of it on there being a female, it gives you that part of it to track it. You know, but I, what I like mine for, I look in the, my cycle's like very much the same amount yeah. all the time. But I look in there, I'm like, got an event this day. I'm going to have my period. Yeah. And then I know you what to plan. wear. I, it's so <laughs> nice to be What am I going to be a bitch for that event? Mm. Or am I going to be nice to mm. people? But it's so nice to be able to see that. I know this isn't for everyone and it's not that perfect for everyone, mm. but it's just nice to know. I can look ahead and be like, I'm going to have my period on Christmas this year or not. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to track probably my moods as well. Yeah. And then I can be like I felt stressed, agitated. And there's all these little in the Garmin um, app you can add these little notes in You know in the there. Apple one started doing that now too? Oh, yeah. Apple, yeah. Apple Health, yeah, started doing it as well now. It's becoming like I, I'm so glad that it's more and more education around it and people yeah. talk about it. I get a notification being like, watch out, it's coming this watch week. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> From Apple Health, Be thank prepared. you. I don't need the warning, but uh, it's, it's helpful. You can feel it in yourself. Yeah. Though. You just yeah. feel it's like. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gates are opening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch out, guys. Be prepared. I feel like I need to wear a T-shirt. Being like, <laughs> watch out, take cover. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's sort of, which is something I'll be working on with a nutritionist, but yeah. it comes to like, I full on just need to go into lockdown. Like no mm. one come near me. I'm just going to sit in the dark for the next yeah. week until it, this is the week before. As soon as it arrives, it's like a sense of release. Yeah, It's like, oh, thank God. That's <laughs> all those just the tension. And yeah. The... You know what I see it like? You're walking out of a castle with those big doors and then the river that flows under the bridge is the flow coming through. And as soon as you oh, open the build up. Those... Yeah. yeah. As soon as you get through those massive doors, the flow's just ready to go. It out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good analogy because it is. It's like build up, build yeah. up, build up, like a kettle boiling. It's like, oh, I feel better now. <laughs> Sorry to everyone that I offended. Sorry to everyone. But I... at the same time. <laughs> You all deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. It just spoke my mind a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I put the call out this week for a few elite professionals to send in what they thought about having goals. What do you think they said? I don't know. I'm about to find out. <laughs> my tips for goal setting is achievability, accountability, and above all, make it enjoyable. If you've been out of the fitness game for a while, then setting yourself an initial goal that is achievable is a much better place to start to ensure that you stick to your workout program. The sense of achievement that you'll get from reaching that first goal will help boost you and propel you forward towards the next one. Find a friend, a family member, or even a pin board or app that will keep you accountable. Keeping your goals visible or setting your goals and telling someone else will make you more likely to stick with them in those challenging times. Most importantly, no one is perfect. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has setbacks. Keep an eye on your overall upward trajectory and not the slight dips in the roads. Be kind on yourself. Your mind and body are a team. All right. So went to a couple of people in my triathlon group because I thought they would all have big goals. And I was right. And this is what they said. 
So two of the coaches from the triathlon group from Tri Adelaide. One of them is Hudson and mm-hmm. the other one is Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny's brother is Steve McKenna, who is one of the best triathlon guys in Australia at the moment. Anyway, they're both pretty good guys. All right, so my message to them was, hey, we're talking about goals on the pod this week. Just wanting to use triathlon as an example, as I just know it's pretty relevant to life. Uh, The importance of small goals to help you get fitter and stronger to compete in a big race. What's your thoughts on this? It's a pretty bold statement to put out there. (laughs) And then so Hudson comes back and he goes, hey, sounds great. I guess my brief outlook on goal setting is that it can be massively beneficial when done correctly and fairly detrimental when it's done poorly. I think that's really relevant to life. And if you don't put in everything to a goal, it's not going to be done well and then it's not going to get to your goal in the end. Uh, So he says, specifically with triathlon and endurance sports, this is relevant. For example, if an athlete sets an unrealistic or variable goals, which is not correctly calculated, they can put unnecessary pressure on themselves and despite having an excellent performance, They can review an event like a failure. Something like saying, I want to finish on a podium at an Ironman is the reality is you don't know who's going to be there on the day. It could be a stacked field with elite athletes or you could have an emptier field. And so, however, a goal of finishing in smaller goals of swim times or your bike power, for example, is more calculated based on your own performance and that not of others. Probably elaborate. On it a bit more that it can be very valuable when done correctly, but more detrimental when it's done incorrectly as he had done it both ways. I think that's saying that, you know what, you need to. Obviously, the goal is about you and not to worry about others around you in that Mm. time of helping you succeed. Mm -hmm. Then I said to him, what's keeping you motivated every day? Because he's been quite an elite athlete in a few elite sports of triathlon, trail running and marathon running and everything I said what keeps you on fire lit to keep training and he said to keep my consistency in training I'm very race orientated if I have something to train for or I know that the date isn't changing and I could either rock up knowing that I did everything that I could to be the best shape or if I didn't I will rock up unprepared as far as my desire to actually do events, I like the idea of doing something so far out of my physical realm that what you have done before as seeing if I am capable mentally and physically. So I think that's really important mm. to say this is a guy pushing his body to the absolute max mm-hmm. in these events. And how do you stay motivated when you have a big event like that? Is breaking it up every day and doing a small little part, as we said earlier. Then I went over to Danny and I said the same original question to him. And he said, yes, this is specifically for triathlon, but what we're saying here can be done in all types of goals. And so like that big event could be your run or it could be, I don't know, fitting into a bikini for summer. Not that you need a summer body, but, (laughs) you know, or... Lowering your cholesterol. (laughs) Yeah. All that. Anyway, it's important to identify what your A goals are, your B goals, and then your C goals, etc. So if your A goal is to do a full Ironman at the end of the year, then my advice is to put on put this first and don't compromise it with your B or C goals. So your B or C goals could be an ultra marathon two months before the Ironman or a bunch of short local events a couple of weeks out. So this is saying 
you know, have that massive goal, but watch out what's around it. So try not to make smaller goals that are going to affect your big goal. This could be as simple as your family and working around them. So you're still getting your training in or still maybe a goal is to make time for yourself. I think like when you have one big goal, Mm. there's sacrifices to be made. I think that's your big and C goals. Yes. So if you're for this these people who are athletes, mm. sacrifices are obviously going to be probably time spent with family, probably yeah. maybe sleep, maybe the extra hours at work. Yeah. The little sacrifices because you're, you've got a bigger goal to achieve. And the same is when career is your focus, your training might take a bit of a backseat because your career and putting in the extra hours and yeah. achieving goals there then takes over. So that becomes – it's – a bit of you can't do all the things at once. Yeah, I think you need to remember that. You can't have too many big goals happening at once because yep. you won't, there's not enough time in the day to get everything done. You can't give that amount of energy to each, for everything. Yeah. Pick one thing, stick with that. And then he said consistency is key. So at a micro level, missing those swims every second week will hurt your larger goals in the long run. So if you can only train eight hours in a week, then stay consistent with that would be more beneficial than trying to do two hours one week and then 13 hours the next. So Mm. we're saying really map out your routine and make sure that you can... You can fit it in. Yeah, like Mm. eight hours is a lot of training, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to be doing two one week and then feeling like you're going to have to catch it up on the Mm -hmm. next week Mm -hmm. because that's not how our bodies work. And the same is when you set an unrealistic and go, I'm going to do 20 hours and then the next week you can't do it, you're tired or you're sore and then you only Mm. do the two. Yeah, so it's finding the happy medium in yeah. both, both um, yeah, directions. Yeah. yeah. So I also asked him what keeps his fire alight. Mm. And he said, I like training, which helps. Mm-hmm. It's important to like what you do and have it to make you feel mm-hmm. happy. So it? that goes to finding something that you enjoy in terms mm. of fitness. Don't just go, I'm going to train like a bodybuilder because someone on Instagram does. Yeah. Find something that you enjoy. Maybe you like going to boxing classes. Yeah. Do that. Whatever it is you enjoy, do Find that. your fire. <laughs> After having done the work before to have a pretty successful race, I know that I can't better that race performance without doing those sessions consistently every week, particularly in the three months out from a long race. Triathlon's hard because you're always going to stay consistent all year round to keep your fitness up. Yeah. But it does ramp up towards finishing, getting closer to your goal. Sure. And then obviously you've got to have a bit of a DLO week sure. before you go and push it out. If you look at AFL players, they yeah. have a pre-season and then they have programming that's towards geared towards the game day. Yeah. And the training in the week will obviously be dictated to the game day. Yeah, exactly. Where they want, that's their peak. Yeah. Hmm. And so we have a caller, a listener, who, ring, wanted, ring. <laughs> who wanted to come in and talk about he was an elite professional and talking about how his goals have changed from back then to now when he's just training for health. I use anything I can get to motivate me, whether it's aesthetics to look leaner and fitter, to spend time with a friend, to ride a new bike or run in a new sexy pair of shoes. When I was a young athlete, it might have even been as simple as a girl I liked was going to be at the pool and I just wanted to get there and see her. That's why I personally think that if there's anything you can get to motivate you, it's not trivial at all. doesn't matter what it is. Buy that sexy pair of shoes or buy that bike with a cool sticker set. If that's going to make you look at it and want to get out there and use it, well, it's worked. My motivators today are anything from getting leaner and fitter and faster, trying to drop my swim times, trying to get stronger in the gym. 
Even a couple of years ago, my best friend asked me to help her in getting fitter and leaner and stronger and making her life better. So he set in motion a plan to achieve that. Helping her has been a huge one for me over the last couple of years. Trying to get her fitter and leaner and stronger and once I was the one helping her and now we're equal training partners. I'm no longer the one helping her, we help each other. We're trying to keep up with each other as much as we can and we're trying to push each other as much as possible over the last few years. She's probably been my biggest motivator, not only on the fitness front, but in all forms of life. I think that if you can find yourself a really good training partner or a group or a community, that really helps and that goes a long way. It holds you accountable to them as much as it holds yourself accountable. We're always striving to be 1% better than yesterday, always searching for anything that needs attention. Anything I can do better, I'm trying to do. Is there anything I'm doing that's holding me back in all facets of life? Whether that be training, timing of training, nutrition, timing of nutrition, sleeping, supplements, whatever there is, or I'm always searching for those tiny little improvements everywhere and not allowing any excuses. Because there's always an excuse not to go to the gym or not to get out of bed or not to do that session or to have that biscuit, or to have that drink. There's always an excuse, and just trying not to allow any of those excuses in makes a huge difference. Some of my motivators these days, compared to when I was a young athlete, are the same, and some of them are completely different. When I was playing water polo, all I cared about was being on the national team, being a better water polo player, but also I wanted to be that fun guy to hang around in the pub, do the stupid things, and have fun. I was too immature at the time, to accept that my drinking and my partying was affecting my performance and my recovery. I thought I was fine. Whereas now I'd be really pissed off with myself if I set myself back with anything like that. I'm now not only concerned with performance, but I'm also concerned with health and longevity. For example, these days I sauna a minimum of three times a week to hopefully lower my inflammation, to encourage the release of heat shock proteins, to increase the red blood cell count and hopefully lower my all-cause mortality chances. I take supplements these days to aid in sleep quality, which should hopefully have a raft of health benefits. Whereas when I was a young water polo player, all I'd care about was going to the pub and I'd sometimes go straight from the pub, straight to training and tick off the session drunk and I thought I'd achieved something. Now I not only want to look fit and healthy, but I also want to be fit and healthy. I love helping others and inspiring others to do the same. If by me living a healthy life that can help others, I think that's amazing and it has a huge snowball effect. When we train in the gym, almost every time we post on social media about it, and we're sure plenty of people are over us posting about it. And I've also had comments of people saying that they've decided to unfollow me because they can't handle the relentless fitness posts. But reasonably regularly, we also get people say to us that because of us, and they saw what we were doing, and they saw our consistency, they saw it was possible, and they decided to do something like join a gym or go for a run. And to us, that's super rewarding and actually is making the world a better place. Some tricks and advice from some athlete coaches will help you in your pursuit of sticking to your training plans and staying motivated with what it is that you set out to achieve. If you have any questions, reach out. If you use any of these uh, pointers, let us know how you go and yeah. if they work and if you come across any struggles, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we really hope this helps you smash out your next goals and If you've got any other tips that you would like to add to the list we gave out today, we'd be happy to hear them. Yeah. Good luck. Smash it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And it's time for PWMPB. (laughs) That's my little drum. (laughs) That's one. I like that. (laughs) 
Hey, uh, what's your PW for the week? PW for the week? PWPMS. Lots of P's going on here. I love the PMS. Mm. So, as we mentioned in this podcast earlier, we were talking about menstrual cycles, and I'm saying that I just get very irritable, overwhelmed, and stressed. So, yeah. it's been that week for me. Oh. Fun times. Oh, we don't <laughs> like that. Did you let the, the floodgates are opening? <laughs> I hope so. We want some relief from this horrible situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my PW for the yes, week. your PW. <laughs> is my training changing. Made me lose so much sleep. My routine. Oh. And I just haven't been, I don't know, my sleep's a bit all over the place at the moment and I really need to sort that out. Mm. Like I've been literally, I don't even know what I did the other night and I was laying there for about an hour. I have not done that in a long time. Just not getting to sleep. Just a lot of things on my mind. A lot of things change this week or big things that I've been working on or working towards. Not, I haven't achieved them yet. Yeah. Just a little few bumps in the road. Yeah. And that all came up in this week. Yep. But on to better things. On to better things. Yeah. PB of the week. PB of the week is my training's been really good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Glad somebody's having a good training week. So I set out, we saw on my Instagram on Sunday, I set out the goal of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were going to talk... So my sneaky comment was, we're going to talk about this on the pod. Yes. So I was like, for seven days, I'm going to run for 10 minutes, Mm. I'm going to journal and meditate. So I did all of those things. You achieved your goals? I achieved them. And there was days that I didn't want to, days where I saw and I didn't, I probably my body couldn't do with it. Yeah. But I was like, this is not about that. This is about the discipline, which is totally related to what we're talking about. Mm. The reason I set out those goals was so that I stuck to something and I built up discipline and resilience to doing something I didn't want to. Yeah, like Mm. that. Mm. Nice one. But yeah, my training intensity. So I got in those runs every day. Yeah. I did three circuits, three like lower body circuits and full body and two Link. Pilates. So Ooh, solid week. Yeah. You know what? My PBs are also a training one. Yeah? I got the bike trainer out this week. Uh, I haven't had that thing out mm. since COVID lockdown, since we weren't wow. allowed out of our houses. That's when I bought it. And you know what? It was so nice to get on the bike and just go for a little pedal in the garage mm. because I am not a bit, I used to ride on the road a lot mm. and where I live now, there's a lot of hills and I'm mm-hmm. not a hill rider at all. Yeah. Um, it's just nice to be able to set it up. So instead of having a proper rest day, I found that the days that I did that, I didn't work very well the rest of the day and I was like burning mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So I found by jumping on the bike for half an hour on those recovery days, it's kind of nice to get the blood mm-hmm. pumping and mm-hmm. something simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. that's my PB of the week. Our weekly record recommendation time. Have you got a good one? Yes, I do. I've got a sensational one. I've got two. Am I allowed two again? Okay. That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> my meditation, meditation, my recommendation this week yeah. is a meditation app yeah. called Balance. Oh, yeah. Now, this app, I think it came up in a sponsored post, but it usually costs $107 for Jeez. the year. Mm. And they have to make mental health more accessible. They had 12 months for free. What? Yeah. We'll link that in the bio, by the way, guys. I don't know if it's still running, but at the time when I got it, I've got this app that I'll cancel it before it renews in a year's in 2024. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, $107 it normally costs. But it, even when you think about $107 over a year hmm. is less than $10 a month. Yeah. So this app also, it's tailored to you. So you, every, when you go in there in the morning, you say what sort of thing you want. So it might be frustration. Then it says, are you frustrated at an event or a person? And then you select that. Mm-hmm. And then it talks to you based on like it goes good morning or good afternoon because it knows what time you're on there and it says sorry to hear that you're whatever it is and then mm. the meditation is really tailored and geared towards what you need it's amazing it's mm. like an ai bestie yes it is it is it's really cool so i've been doing that every morning yeah for uh, 10 minutes it's part of my morning routine so i've made it that i don't look at my phone uh for the first hour of waking i do the meditation and the journaling, that was what I spoke about last week on my routine. Is that why you replied to messages early in the morning? Yep. I won't even, <laughs> won't even look at my phone until work time. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I'm so bad at this, but as soon as I roll over and like wake up, I look at my messages. Mm. There's not the normally same. many, but it's also because I have to turn off all my alarms because mm-hmm. I'm already awake. I'll do that, but I won't open social media, Instagram or anything because I just don't need that. All Extra sudden, stimulation in the morning. Just a yeah. rush of it all of a sudden and then you yeah. crash later on. So it's, yeah. I like the slow start morning. You know what? I'm going to try that this yeah. week. Yep. Good idea. Um, my reco for the week is a podcast and a book. Yeah. The first one. It's so funny. It's called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding? <laughs> is this the podcast? <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> I heard somebody recommend it on another podcast. I think it was Annabelle Crap. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a podcast about 30 minute episodes. And it's this couple, so two females got married in 2018 and they had their wedding on a boat. This is all spoken about in the first episode, by the way. Anyway, there was a poop on the floor. And so the two wives and their friend who becomes an investigator, they investigate all the people who went to the wedding and they find out who did the poop. It's so funny though. The part that made me crack up the most. So I'm listening to this Mm. at work Mm. and I'm trying not to laugh Mm. because I want everybody else to know what I'm listening to. Anyway, they were talking to the mum and she said, couldn't be me. I'm regular and that wasn't my time of day to go. (laughs) Anyway, and then my book. So I'm trying to not look at my phone before I go to bed. So I've been reading because that really helps my mind. Yeah. So my book is Girls Don't Play Sports, but like the don't is crossed out. Yeah. So it's kind of Girls Play Sports Mm -hmm. by Chloe Dalton. She plays for... Uh, the GWS AFLW, but she was an Olympian in the Rugby Sevens a few years ago. It's really interesting. I'm about halfway through, but the way that she's written is about where females start in sport to now, very well written. And I think she's the one who owns the TFAP Instagram page, so the Female Athlete Project, and she shares all the results and what's happening in the world of women's sport. Mm. Cool. It's only just come out as well, so find it in your local bookshop all or Big W and all those kind of ones. Stocking. <laughs> yeah. Next week on the pod, we've got an interview. Yeah. We'll surprise you with who that is. Yeah. And then we're going to have a better week. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's going to be a great week. Yep. We're saying it now. We're going to come in. Putting it out there for the be, universe. Deliver. And we're going to get off the roller coaster together and get, eat some fairy floss. Visualizing the week. Yep. And it's going to be amazing and I'm going to have, it's going to be calm yep. and I'm going to kick goals. I like that. All right. Have a good rest of the day. 
Enjoy the rest of your week and see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.